Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We want to show the positive impact. They shouldn't be doing it for a pat on the back, but bloody hell, they'd get one if they actually tried. I know how important it was for me to see someone who even marginally looked like me as a teenager, as someone who is both short and plus size. And you never see anything like that. And I know that I would have got on my self-love journey a hell of a lot sooner if I was able to see someone that looked like me. It was 16 women in a lingerie photo shoot that caused a media stir back in May. But how could 16 women in a photo cause so much social media attention? Laurie and Jamie from We Are Living Cute brought together the iconic photo. Why is it iconic, you may ask? Because of the representation. There are women of colour, a trans woman, women with disabilities, women of different ages, curvy women, skinny women... Tall women, short women, all smiling in their beautiful lingerie. I'm not lying when I say this, but I did have tears in my eyes when I saw the image pop up on my Instagram feed. So often now, brands attempt to be diverse is lackluster. They'll have a size 10, size 12 model and call her plus size, or they'll have one token woman of colour and a group of white women. And that apparently is them being diverse and inclusive. That is why this photo meant so much to me and also to so many other women out there. This photo was true representation. And that is why I had to speak to the women who created this masterpiece. This is Laurie and Jamie from We Are Living Cute. Thank you so much, girls, for letting me interview you. I firstly have to say I am such a huge fan. That campaign, oh, my goodness. I just, as soon as I saw it, I was just like, I had to, I have to talk to whoever created this. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were pretty, uh, pretty stoked about it. It's been pretty exciting. You have definitely gotten a lot of publicity from the photo campaign, which is well-deserved, absolutely well-deserved. So I have to ask, take me back to how you two met, because you two just seem to, from what we see online, you two just seem to click and have just created this business that is just so amazing for women. How did you two meet? Jamie and I have actually been friends for about 10 years. Oh, not, wow. Yeah, not, it's not, not recent. We met through <laughs> a boy, I suppose. I didn't like Jamie very much. I feel like we've told this story a lot <laughs> over the last like few months. Basically, uh, Laurie says that I stole her boyfriend, which is a lie. It's a total lie. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, but, but, yeah, so we, we've kind of always been friends like since we were teenagers, I suppose, but hasn't been until the last probably 18, no, nah, probably 18 months to two years or so. We've, we've become a lot closer. And then we kind of, uh, we started We Are Living Cute in September last year and 
um, we've kind of been inseparable since then. So we, we, we were very close beforehand, but we are even closer now and starting a business together has really made our friendship stronger for many, many reasons. And it's, been really great yeah for sure it's definitely been pretty full-on like we spent a lot of time together yeah it's pretty crazy how close we've become um since this is all all started but it's been great yeah because that's another part of we're living cute i suppose that we haven't really explored a lot is female friendships and those kinds of things and the dynamics that those that that can bring as well so i think that's something that we would like to discuss as well with We Are Living Cute because We Are Living Cute kind of started as a self-love, self-love, body positivity thing, but it's kind of ever-changing and we're really excited that it's branching off into lots of different things. So I've noticed also with, with We Are Living Cute that there's not just a one particular theme or niche to it, that you guys are branching out to be inclusive was that something that you planned from the beginning that it wasn't just going to be like stick to one theme one topic that this is all about how did it all begin the what we are living cute is was going to be about yeah well I mean so basically I always had this idea that I wanted to create a bit of a community um, and I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted that to look like but I did know that I wanted it to be a safe space for you know, women, non-binary people, um, trans people, etc., to um, be able to come together and feel good about themselves. So not just in terms of body image, but feeling accepted and feeling part of something. So that's sort of where it started. And honestly, when Laurie and I begun this, we weren't really sure what it was going to become. We just wanted to, you know, post pictures that made other people feel good and sort of start conversations that um, we thought were important. And... Yeah, it's um, it's been really interesting how much it's it's grown and changed in the the last little while. And mm. I think it's really made us realise as well that we have a lot to say. And Jamie and I aren't interested in just one thing, so it wouldn't make sense for us to just talk about one thing. It's uh, we would be hiding whole different parts of ourselves uh, if we if we just stuck to that one niche of you know what whatever that may be. So. Uh, you know, like Jamie's very interested in fashion and makeup and they're things that I really want her to explore on the page and I kind of really love that that self-love and um, stepping outside my comfort zone and all those kinds of things. So we have things that we're separately passionate about and and together passionate about those same things. So it's, it's really important for us to make sure that we're living cute isn't pigeonholed into being one thing because Jamie and I aren't just about one thing. I've noticed on the page that you both are very open about talking about your bodies. You both don't have the stereotypical quotation marks of, you know, the ideal body that the media seems to think is what the ideal is, which it isn't. How was it when you created this page being so open about your body, your insecurities and helping people with their body image, but by doing so you'd have to be open about your body image as well. Well, when um, when we started this, I guess both of our separate Instagram pages, our personal Instagrams, were already quite body positive and um, very vocal about being comfortable in your own skin and 
you know, like I post a lot of lingerie and bikini photos, and I know that Laurie posted some glorious lingerie photos <laughs> on hers as well. Um, so I guess we've already already sort of been in that space for a while, but I guess we just wanted it to be about more than that. It's not. This is not just about like physical appearance. I think for us, it's obviously really important to show diversity, and that's where the We Are Everybody um, campaign sort of developed and, came, and I guess came from. But yeah, it uh, it just seems natural to us, like to to be voices for body diversity because it's something that we've just always sort of been part of. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think you've literally said everything that I would say in regards to that. So, yeah, it's it's really important to us and has been important to us for a really long time. You know, um, I've always really looked up to Jamie in how she um, conducts herself online and shows that you don't have to be X, Y, and Z to be a sexy, badass woman. So, um, you know, I, I definitely try and emulate that in my life and my my personal Instagram. So it's something that we definitely wanted to bring to We Are Living Cute was just that, like... I don't give a fuck what you think about me because I think I'm great. So we want to show people that regardless of what you look like, it's great to have that attitude or at least um, work towards having that attitude. And definitely breaking down those stereotypes of what is considered beautiful or attractive or desirable. I mean, it's all just, it's just stuff we've been fed our entire lives. Who came up with it? I mean, of course it's, bloody patriarchy in men like you know who, who decides what's attractive why why are we have we been led to believe our whole lives that we have to fit this certain mold i think it's absolute crap and that's really what we want to try to break down as well is those stereotypes of the way that we are supposed to be yeah that's that's so so accurate well, you definitely broke down the stereotypes in the We Are Everybody campaign, the famous photo campaign that features women of different ages, sizes, colours. You even represent the trans community as well. How did, and I understand that you already had this notion and theme and this um, message that you wanted to convey, how did the planning aspect started? Because... I understand you wanted to have a diverse cast in the photos, but how does one, you know, okay, we're going to like search for someone that represents this group and this group. How did that all begin? So it was definitely um, pretty large tasks that we didn't quite realize how much work was going to go into the selection of the people in our campaign. Um, initially, it started with me becoming incredibly frustrated by a target ad that the body diversity and that was very very slim even though they were catering apparently to everybody um so basically our i guess our first initial thought is that we wanted to include people from our community who support us and who wanted to be part of it so we put out sort of a um a public i guess um casting call to get interest of you know people that would be involved and yeah, the response was overwhelming. We had like 150 people respond back. Mm. Um, but we still, you know, while we did have a, a reasonable diverse amount of bodies and people and, you know, whatnot, we definitely had to reach out to others. Yeah, we definitely reached out to a few people who um, either of us personally knew or personally worked with on various different things before um, who we thought would be, uh, great candidates or great models to be involved in the shoot, but overall, I'll- 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The uh, 16 people, or say 14 people, not including Jamie and myself, um, a majority of those people reached out to us and wanted to be involved in what we were doing. So uh, we kind of had a selection process, which was um, grueling and exhausting. We and argued. Tough. We argued a lot. We, <laughs> actually, yeah, we did. We, we absolutely did. But it was, I think, reflecting back on that process, it was, nice to see how passionate we were both we both were about how important representation was and how important you know we would be lying to you and we're not naive to think that uh not every single ethnicity or shape or person is going to be able to be represented when you're looking at 16 people we're not naive to that but we, we would hope that you look at the people that were involved in the shoot and whether they're um, the same ethnicity as you or the same size as you or maybe a similar age to you or something about them because we it was really important for us not only to show um, the, what they looked like but also we did interviews and we, we showed um, the personalities behind the beautiful models that we had because their stories are so important and their stories are so um, similar to what so, so many people experience when it comes to diversity in the media. So we we think that whilst it may not be someone who is the same size, ethnicity, age as you, something about one of our 16 models is going to remind you of yourself. Yes, I thought that was so great that not only did you take the photo of all the women as a group. He also took individual photos as well and actually got a story from them. So it wasn't just a picture people were looking at, but it was also a story about them because often, yeah, you just see models in magazines or in billboards or on social media and you just see them as this picture. You just see them as this image. And I think it was so great that you guys did the interviews and just you got like a real feel of like why those women were there and what their actual lives are like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an underlying theme in We Are Living Cute anyways. It's not just about physical appearance. It's about everything else, you know, like there's there's so much to a person and mental health and struggles and, you know, adversity. And I think it's really, it's so important to be able to capture that. And I'm so glad that we were able to create our video interview as well and and give people a sense of who these people were and who they, you know, who they are. And so what has been the reaction since this campaign launch? Really, really, really positive. You know, Jamie's just gotten home from overseas, so she was actually overseas when we we put the post up. Oh, wow. Myself and the photographer, Michelle, were at my house and we kind of sat together during the... um, hosting and we were both terrified because it's like this little baby that you've made and you put it out into the world and you are so scared of people saying anything negative about it but uh like 
literally not exaggerating. We've had almost no negative feedback, and you know, it's where you know people people aren't always going to love what you do, and that's okay. They don't have to, but the amount of positivity has been completely overwhelming, and we've had people contacting us in all different forms to say thank you or people who you wouldn't expect to have any interest in what we're doing have reached out to say thank you and that's what's important to us. Yeah, it's, um, it's you know, there's always going to be haters, let's say, <laughs> um, and we we did cop some comments, um, you know, on the Age uh, website oh, and yeah. things like that. But it's one of those things, it's just like, well, that's okay. This obviously is just not for you or you mm. don't get it. But before this all happened and after we, we did the shoot, Laurie and I said, if this can even just make one person feel feel better or more comfortable in their own skin, that's really all that matters. doesn't matter how big or small, you know, the impact is as long as there's some sort of impact and there yeah. definitely was. Yeah. And and mostly positive impact, which is... Yeah. I, I kind of almost don't even acknowledge the negative feedback on the age because the the project or the campaign wasn't for those kinds of people anyway. So. Exactly. And it is really sad how that does happen when you put something on social media that you can get thousands and thousands of likes and comments that are supporting you and 99% of it is positive, but it is sad that sometimes that 1% or that small 0.1%, you just like... That's the one you remember. But that's good, though, that, yeah, you guys do remember that, yeah, it has changed people and it has affected people so positively. So, yeah, make sure you do remember that. Oh, totally. And, I mean, it's something that I think it's really easy to get bogged down in the negative, but there is just an overwhelming amount of positive And, I mean, it's really hard to ignore. Laurie and I have felt like this is something we've really made some sort of positive, small, even small but positive change. And, uh, yeah, we just want to kind of build up the momentum and keep going and keep challenging uh, people's perception of, you know, what acceptable bodies, I guess, because they all are. So what do you think other media organisations, brands and businesses can learn from you two in regards to true representation with their models? What do you hope that brands and businesses can get out of this campaign? I think um, the biggest thing that we took from it is that representation is easy, I suppose, in terms of why not split the narrative on its head? Why not have a campaign that features all people of colour except for one person? Why not have a campaign that features all plus-size models except for one? Why not have a campaign that features all non-able-bodied people except for one? And, you know, we want to show the positive impact they shouldn't be doing it for a pat on the back, but bloody hell, they'd get one if they actually tried. I know how important it was for me to see someone who even marginally looked like me as a teenager, as someone who is both short and plus size. And you never see anything like that. And I know that I would have got on my self-love journey a hell of a lot sooner if I was able to see someone that looked like me. So I just think, I just hope that they can see this and learn that you know there may steps have been made but it's not enough and even to just approach it from a completely opposite like a different angle is businesses can make money from us 
Exactly. Like, we want to spend money. If we see, you know, uh, people that represent us or brands being like, hey, we love, you know, we love size 18, we love non-able-bodied people, we love people of all races and colour and, you know, actually showing diversity, it makes you want to buy from them and support them. Exactly. And, you know, it doesn't make sense to me, like, why, for example, it's like, you know, even with a lot of brands not carrying more, like, you know, a larger size than a, a sixteen. Like, we, we want to spend money. Why don't exactly. Why don't you Our make money, clothes for yeah. us? It's even things like, um, obviously, Jamie and I, as people who are both white, don't experience this. But um, even things like nude underwear and nude shoes and nude slips and things like that. Like for people of color, like they want to buy these things. These are staples in most um, women and non-binary people's wardrobe, but women of colour and people of colour don't have access to these kinds of things. It's such a small amount of companies who are actually doing catering, uh, catering for nude uh, of various different skin tones. And it's just ridiculous that people aren't trying to... If, if we're looking at it from a purely profitable standpoint, why aren't these companies trying to profit on our money? Like, it seems ridiculous. crazy. Um, it was even... It's really interesting. We were trying to find... Um, nude pasties mm. um, for the bras for people who maybe weren't comfortable for our shoot and we could literally only find light skin nude pasties and it just seems so wild that yeah you know as quite a diverse country that we don't actually cater to <laughs> everyone pasties for people of darker skin it's ridiculous and yeah we're we're very lucky that we don't have to think about these things but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't you know use our voices to amplify the voices of people of colour because these kinds of things are ridiculous and it's so important that we be allies to those who need that representation. Well, it's fantastic that you guys are not only embracing it, you are celebrating diversity and inclusion and not just doing what some brands do. They just have token person of colour or the token LGBT person that's apparently meant to represent all of that demographic. So yeah. It's great that you guys got a range of people of different ages, people from the LGBTQI community of different mm-hmm. abilities and also included yourselves in this as well. I think absolutely amazing as my favorite photo of the year. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much, you two, for letting me interview you. I really, really do appreciate it. Really cannot wait to share it with everyone because I just want more people to see that photo because it made me feel so great about myself and helped me with my body image. And I really, really hope more people can see it. Oh, we hope so too, honestly. We hope that it's going to be featured in more things. It might be published in a magazine soon as well. Oh. Uh, Yeah, there's a a few cool things coming, but definitely any way that we can sort of share our vision and our message definitely is what we want. That was Laurie and Jamie from We Are Living Cute. Please, please, please go to their Instagram page, We Are Living Cute, to see the iconic photo from the We Are Everything campaign. While you're at it, hit like on the Nasty Woman Club underscore podcast Instagram page, where you can see all the latest updates and news in relation to this podcast. Make sure you also hit subscribe or follow wherever you listen to this podcast. The Nasty Woman Club is a podcast dedicated to inspiring women telling their inspiring stories. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 